Welcome back to America's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast, Week 16, Championship Week, Super Bowl, whatever you want to call it. I actually made it in. How about you, Eddie? Nice. Well, short answer is yes. I I did. I did. But we'll we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to that. It it was a long, winding road to get there. So my name is John Kelly. I'm a Union Tribune producer and video editor, and I'm sitting here with Eddie Brown, who is the Union Tribune fantasy football guru. And uh, this is going to be our last episode, which is kind of crazy. We've been doing this now for 16 weeks. It's been a fun ride. This weekend was just kind of crazy. All the a lot of letdowns. I felt like Thir- you had Thursday night, and then the two games on Saturday, and then Sunday and Monday, and it was just a lot of big name players out there didn't perform. Uh, as their fantasy uh, owners expected or anticipated or had hoped for, a lot of uh, a lot of me- medium, I guess, players that had really good games, you know, that 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 stepped up. But uh, you know, it w- would have taken shrewd owners to make sure that they were in your lineup. Um, you know, guys like Marlon Mack and. Had had big games, yeah. You know, Robbie Anderson nowhere. and yeah, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Mike Williams even had had you know was was a monster on Mike, Thursday night. Mike Williams that I drafted, let go of, yeah, pick up, <laughs> got rid of. Yeah, he, he's almost he's almost like the receiver to me. He's the receiver version of Derrick Henry. Yeah, where like you expected big things this year from him, and he's at the end of the year you're gonna look at his stats and be like, yeah, he had a big year. I totally thought the Chargers were gonna blow that game. I did not think that that was gonna be what happened. But we'll see what happens in the postseason as well. Yeah, they'll 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 find their way. Yeah, as long as there's Spanos blood in there, they'll still. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you put that. There's ten different quarterbacks that threw less than two hundred yards. I mean, watching Drew Brees get six points was. This is the crazy. Well, to okay, me. yeah. Okay, think about what you just said. You just said ten different starting quarterbacks threw for less than two hundred yards. Two had fewer than a hundred. We're talking about the year. I mean, this is the year. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, you can kind of say this every year. It's the year of the quarterback, right? Yeah. But this is the year that I think quarterbacks really, like, mediocre quarterbacks are throwing for close to 4,000 yards at the end of the right? year. You know, 25, yeah. 30 touchdowns. Um, you're going to have a couple guys join the 5,000-yard club if if they play the last two weeks of the season. Um, and so to have that type of letdown to where almost half the league's quarterbacks barely even register yeah. anything, I mean, it was very, it was very weird. Um, and it was it was tough. I mean, we talked we talked about last week. You know, a lot of people were anticipating anticipating benching Aaron Rodgers going up against Chicago. Yeah, turned out. I mean, I I basically, I you know, I gave I gave everybody a bunch of reasons why they shouldn't. He he has forty touchdowns against the Bears in those last sixteen games. Um, you know, against only seven interceptions. Uh, in Chicago, he was he, he was just as good. He had fifteen touchdowns against three picks in his last six games. But he he was held he was out without a touchdown pass. I couldn't believe that. I mean, kudos to the Bears defense; they're for real. Um, but you know, it was the first time Rodgers hadn't thrown a touchdown pass since Week Six of twenty seventeen. So I mean, I and 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 that's where <laughs> you know that's 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 like I had him in one of, in my semifinals, and it came down between him and Matt Ryan. And I was like, you know, I can go down with Aaron Rodgers yeah. if I have to. If the ship has to go down with Aaron Rodgers at the at the head, I I could do that. I just had Matt Ryan, and I was thinking about streaming him because I just didn't want to put all that on him. And <laughs> he actually was like the second highest scoring person on my team. 
Yeah, he had a really Everyone good Everyone else matchup. is duds, minus um, uh, Allen from uh, Kansas City. Yeah, no, and, and, and Ryan, people were worried about his matchup against the Cardinals. Yeah, going going into you know week fifteen. So, I, I I don't know. It was it was it was crazy. But you like how how did it work out for you? I know we both had close matchups. Oh man, close I mean, semifinals. The guy I was playing against, his team was number one all season long. Um, and it really came down to that Monday night game, the man. New Orleans versus Carolina. And uh, I was up twenty eight points, and he had McCaffrey, and literally this guy is like telling me like. Hey, it was you know good matchup. Like he's thinking that it's over, and I'm like, are you looking at McCaffrey's <laughs> stats the last like four weeks? Like the, the guy's best. getting 30, 40. Like right. you never can tell, and it's a good like uh, division matchup. That game, I almost had like two ulcers, and just <laughs> it was crazy. I'm I'm standing up in my living room watching a football game to the very end. Like that fumble, uh, the the the. First of, of all, of zone, yeah. let's just start from the beginning. That 50-yard McCaffrey touchdown pass. I'm, like, losing my my crap at that point because he's already got 10 points. Yeah. And the game hasn't even started yet. <laughs> and then at the very end when the when the Saints, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, all right, I, I got this. I'm going to win by three or four. I'm going to win by four points. I can't believe it. They fumble for a touchback on the goal line. And then those last couple passes to McCaffrey, I'm just sitting there like looking at every little inch yeah. of every yard. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm gonna lose. And then I didn't. <laughs> I won by two points, but I still had to check the stats in the morning, see if there's any corrections. But yeah, it was a hard fought battle, man, for sure. Those are the ones you remember. I mean, I know because you you start out, I was in a very similar situation. All my guys were done going into Monday night. I had a 32-point lead, but my opponent had Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Ian Thomas. So, I mean, we texted back and forth yeah. before Monday night. And I said, you know what? I got a 32-point lead, but I'm probably going to need some help. Yeah. Because, like you said, McCaffrey had been just by himself. I was thinking he could get most of that. Totally. And it was a non, non-PPR, right? Yeah. Yeah. And fortunately, it was a that, non-PPR. That, that's very helpful. Yeah. Because this would, you know, wouldn't even be a conversation at this point. But fortunately, it was non-PPR. And what a what a way to, I mean, what to have Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey in a non-PPR and stuff. But they're still both really good enough to, right. to still be, you know, two of the best running backs in, in your league. But, yeah, up 32, like you said, after he threw that touchdown pass, after one quarter, I was up 22. Yeah. So as you as you're in this situation, you're 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 you have this running number like, you know, totally. that's in your mind's eye, right? And you're you're just seeing this number go down because you have nobody, and they have players or one player, two, three just players, knocking, or whatever. Knocking on the door. So the the Saints, you know, everybody the de- at that point, I'm just I'm just going for defenses. I'm just going for the Saints defense. I'm going for the Panthers defense. And at halftime, after it going down ten in one quarter, it was down to seventeen. So I'm just like, okay. We're we're in this. We're still in oh, this. Oh man! Third quarter was a masterpiece of defense because after three quarters, I was up thirteen, and so I'm thinking at this point I'm feeling positive because the game script had worked out. In yeah. my I, after that one freakish touchdown, which hindsight twenty twenty, I'm I'm fortunate that that McCaffrey didn't throw that touchdown to Ian Thomas. Right. Um. He threw it to the backup, their backup tight end, their number two tight end, but. After that touchdown, I, I, like you, I was just like, "Oh, this is that's not a good sign." Yeah, he's, he's throwing touchdown passes. This is going to be over quickly. But like I said, going into the fourth quarter, but then Kamara 
broke off that. I mean, he had been shut down pretty much the entire game. At the end, he broke off that little the little chunk. Yeah, broke off that 16-yard touchdown, and it was just a slow march. And then with about – the Saints had that last drive that they you know got down inside the, the red zone. And I'm, I'm looking, and they finally – I look at, at, at you know check the uh, my phone, and we're tied, eighty six eighty six, but I'm thinking to myself, okay, I have the tiebreaker, because we have a, in this league we we send a list to the commissioner of, of players. We reverse our order and basically you know we'll go. So if there's a tie, we'll go to the first player and whoever you know has the highest score yeah. wins, and you just keep on going down the list oh, or wow. whatever. I don't. I have no idea if if anybody's ever gotten through. Eight, you know, <laughs> players or That'd be whatever. weird if they were tied that far <laughs> down. Yeah, on, you know, just keep on going. Okay, last week's list. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, so I, I'm feeling good, but like you said, the last thing that I could possibly want to happen at that point, because I'm, fig- I'm figuring, you know, what, Kamari is not getting the ball at this point, so I'm in good shape. Yeah. The last thing was another Carolina possession, and when the Saints fumbled it out of the end zone and they got the ball back, I'm like, this is. This is not good. The last catch that McCaffrey made, he was able to get enough yards to to add another point, and so my opponent went up eighty seven, eighty six. Dude, and that as of Monday night, the end of Monday night, that was it. And and so it was it was it was heartbreaking. It was a tough loss. You know, it's one one of my most competitive leagues. And like you, the next day I'm checking you know for stat corrections. I mean, one point you never know yeah. what's, what's going to happen. Like I said, I I would have won a tiebreaker because I I put my kicker first, which was Fairbairn. He had 22. He did great, and he had the he had the most points out of anybody in our matchup. Uh, so I would have won the tiebreaker. Just so sad. It was it was it was sad. We 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 talked, and I was just like, you know what? This is this is this is. It was a tough loss. It was essentially you know essentially the end of my my fantasy season you know, outside of, of, of writing and everything like that. And then, you know, Wednesday night happened. And Wednesday night, um, we, you know, me and my family, we were doing some kind of early Christmas uh, things because my, my stepdaughter is going to be out of town okay. for Christmas. So we kind of had our Christmas Wednesday. Yeah. And, you know, had a nice had a nice meal uh, we went to, we, my wife looked up this place as, in North County. It was supposed to be a, you know, really good place to go see Christmas lights. Okay. And <laughs> it wasn't, I'm not going to tell you where it was, <laughs> but let's just say that it was, it was, it, we were, we were in and out in, in basically, uh, maybe a minute and a half. And that's not even a joke. It was yeah. like they, whoever, whoever hyped them up on Yelp, good hype man. Yeah, a good a good grandchild. Uh, yeah, so, somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody's, you know, not telling the truth though. Let's let's just be honest. Uh, but you know that was a disappointment. But then we, you know, the night was saved by Mary Poppins Returns. Oh. You know, which like took me back to my childhood. Good, good movie. I really good flick. If you like Disney flicks, yeah, Emily Blunt. Lin Manuel, you know <laughs> this uh, fantasy podcast has made quite a turn. Oh well, well, well. At that point, this is all I had in my life. Yeah, that's true. I, that's true. Back to reality. Yeah, you're right. It's back yeah. to reality. So it's Christmas oh, and, man, and Mary funny. Poppins. And then I come back home and you know prepping for today for for the podcast. And I check my email. And here's here's the thing: the number one rule of fantasy is you should always know your rules. 
right? We talked about that last week. We talk about that, right? <laughs> Ad nauseum. We're always going to remind you. Anybody that's worth their salt, you know, deals in fantasy sports, always going to remind you. Know your rules, because you don't know your. I mean, there's especially in fantasy football. There's so many quirky, different little right. things. I mean, some leagues play all the way to week 17. I don't like that, but some leagues do. I was in a league. If your kicker uh, kicks over 50 yards, you got 10 points. Yeah, there's bonus points. Yeah, just like if to there's make a touchdown yeah. over 50 yards or 60 yards totally. or 30, whatever, you get bonus points. If your quarterback runs, they get bonus points. Right, it breaks I mean, 400 yards. Yeah, totally. There's just all all over the place. So so the the number one number one thing about fantasy is always know your rules. Think about this league that I lost the semifinal in is that I've been in, in, in this is my third season. And it's been through kind of a chaotic season this year because the we had a commissioner uh, basically, right before the season started, decided he, you know, he was busy. He he, he couldn't carry on, so we had somebody take over. Um, There's a lot of turmoil. There was a few teams leave. We went from a 14-team league down to a 10-team league. Uh, still a very competitive league, but you know there was there was just a lot right. of chaos going on. And through this chaos, apparently, we all of us, including the commissioner, <laughs> apparently, uh, forgot that in the playoffs we have a bonus where the home team, the designated home team, so the team who had the better record, right, got a three-point bonus, and it took a player that was out of the playoffs, an owner, to basically ask the question on the league, you know, thread, yeah. hey, are we still doing a home field oh, advantage? Man. And it it took seven hours. That that was a message that happened at like noon Dude, yesterday. Pins and needles. Right? It took and I, I wasn't paying attention because like I said, back to reality. Yeah. I'm in I'm in Mary Poppins you're, world. You're having a, you're having Christmas. Yeah, I'm having Christmas. I'm popcorn and Jeez. just everything's cool. And Apparently, at like 7.30 last night, the commissioner was like, yeah, that changes one of our semifinals, which means I didn't lose by one. I won by two. It's an early Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. It is Mary Poppins is real. (laughs) I feel sorry for all that stuff you broke in your house on Tuesday. I, I do as well. A lot of glue. It wasn't it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't a good look for me. My dog is still not quite, you know, coming up. To me, you know, but uh, yeah, man, it was, it was, it's been a crazy week, and and it's, it's one of those things to where it's Thursday. Wasn't even really paying attention. I mean, outside of writing, that's where I'm fortunate. I'm, you know, a fantasy analyst because outside of that, if if I would have been just in my normal leagues, and I wasn't worried about, you know, trying to come up with the best matchups for start and sit for this week or whatever, then I would have not been paying attention to any of the games. I would have been just out of it and just been like, you know what? I'm just thinking, you know, give me a couple weeks and then I'll start thinking about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, you know, fortunately, uh, I, I I had to, I'm having to like cram and figure, figure this thing out. So it, it's, it's, it was one of the wildest experiences I think I've ever had in fantasy. I've had close games. I've had close playoff games, um, but never something that came down to where basically an entire league was like, Hey, wait a minute. Don't we, don't we have that rule? Yeah. <laughs> you know know that, your rule. That is crazy. I mean, the chances of that, and I can't even imagine waiting seven hours to find that out. I'm for, if I would have, if I would have seen that, and I would have been at home waiting for the response. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that would have been too much. <laughs> you'd, been on, you'd been on your phone that whole time while you're out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm uh, busy. I can't. Wow. I can't do this Christmas thing. I, yeah. Sorry, guys. I got to wait by the, my phone. <laughs> well, 
That's amazing. So <laughs> we're in the Super Bowl. That's great. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's good times, and, and there's a bunch of uh, fantasy owners out there prepping for for the Super Bowl, whether they won one before or trying to get the monkey off their back, or this yeah. is the first time. It's a big week, and this is what everything you know outside of those people that go to the Week 17, which you guys are crazy. By the no. Way. <laughs> yeah, no way. That's just too much crazy, too much insanity that happens week seventeen. Especially uh, with like for just, my taste. Yeah, especially with just even like the injuries uh, that all kind of piled up last week too. Sounds like some people are actually going to be coming back. Um, but running back Aaron Jones. Man, yeah, no, no sprain right MCL. We we spent all that time, you know, trying trying to free Aaron Jones, and he performed admirably. Yeah. Um. Only to get injured, <laughs> you know. That's because that's football. Yeah. Um, and, and that's fantasy football. So you know what? Basically, what that that leaves is Jamal Williams, who's actually dealing with the kind of an, uh, I think, a foot injury himself, which he's limited in practice. I couldn't grab week. him. Yeah, I, I I know he's gonna be at the top of a lot of people's list this week, um, but he's gonna be the number one guy uh, against the Jets. Also, with a slight, who knows. Um, especially this late in the season, and they just picked him up. Capri Brit, uh, Bibbs. Uh, oh. Yeah, they just picked him up uh, from the Redskins off the waiver wire. Oh, wow. I didn't even know the Redskins dropped him. Yeah. So huh. he, um, he he might be – I mean, you're not you're probably not playing him unless Jamal no. is hurt, unless yeah. unless he misses the game. But just you know, keep that name, name in your head just in case uh, something does – Williams isn't able to go. Todd Gurley went out last week as well. And an entire fantasy nation just – Held their breath. <laughs> yeah, he he looked limited too when he came back. I mean, he still did Todd Gurley things, mm-hmm. but he didn't seem to have the burst that he had before. He seemed to be really kind of favoring uh, that leg. Um, we don't even know. I mean, they're keeping it close to the vest on this. Uh, all we have is left knee injury. Um, he's not practicing this week. He he has inflammation in the knee. If I'm the Rams, I don't play him. I'd rather have a healthy Todd Gurley than home field advantage. Quite frankly, yeah. For real, um, but you know that it's 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 their prerogative if they want to go. If not, it's it's basically they're down to John Kelly, the rookie, um, which is a very talented rookie out of Tennessee. He's somebody that they've been been saving this year um, with Malcolm Brown, but then Malcolm Brown got put on the uh, IR. Um, but it will be his show if Todd if, if Gurley's not able to go. You know, you got a talented rookie in a, in a pretty favorable matchup against Arizona. Yeah. Um, Thursday night, wide receiver Keenan Allen. He went out of the game. Yeah, you know Keenan always. I mean, he's he's been doing a lot better the last couple of years. Um, so he gets Kansas City too. I noticed he's always gets Kansas City. There's something about that matchup. Uh, he, he, you know, right hip pointer. Um, he's he's kind of week to week. Uh, so I don't know. It, they're kind of in a similar situation where do you? I mean, I know they're fighting for the division, and which essentially is fighting for home field advantage. Um, that's going to be crazy. Is that basically whoever doesn't win the West is probably going to be the fifth is going to be the fifth seed, but probably have the you know second best record in yeah. the conference. Totally. Um, but you know it, it's a situation where Mike Williams was able to st- step up in a big way um, and score three touchdowns. Um, I think that's a situation. I mean, they're facing a tough defense this week, but if if Allen's not uh, able to go. Um, I would expect Mike Williams to get more opportunity and Ty Williams to step in um, potentially and get more targets. Dolphins running back Frank Gore. Yeah, you know, I mean, the the veteran future Hall of Famer uh, sprained his left foot, and I think they're at this point maybe just want to see the 
the rookie yeah. <laughs> come in. Um, it's good for, for Kalen. Um, and you know, I, I, I don't know, man, the way they're, I mean, you're, you're a Dolphins fan, so maybe you can explain this, but the way they're using Kenyon Drake, he wasn't hurt last week. He had, he had like a, like, he's been having a little bit of that shoulder thing, Okay, but it's not, everyone's scratching their head at, at Gacy, just wondering what, what's he doing? What's he doing? I think we all kind of feel, you know, similar way we felt about Aaron Jones. Kenyon Drake's capable of being, yeah. you know, the main guy there, the three down back. I mean, he's showed that he's a multi-purpose. Absolutely. You know, Dynamo. So I, I don't know, but yeah, with Gore, with Gore out for the season, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the rookie. It's gonna be Drake if, if, if they want to utilize him. Yeah, or if they want to run the ball. If they want to run the ball. <laughs> um, running back, uh, San Francisco running back, Matt Breda. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop if if you've heard this one. Uh, yeah, he, he's aggravated his ankle. That ankle has been hurt, you know, since the beginning of the season, and uh, you know, that's just who who he is. I mean, he's that's what he's dealing with. It, you know, it's going to give Jeff Wilson some more uh, touches. And, you know, hopefully you don't have to utilize Jeff Wilson at this point. Houston running back, Lamar Miller. It's actually sounding like Miller might uh, be able to play. He has a left ankle sprain. He's day-to-day. He's practiced this week, which is a good sign. Okay. Um, if for some reason he doesn't, and there's a chance he might not because – Houston might want to sit him and get him healthy, fully healthy for the playoffs. They're in a situation where they might they're in a good position to get a bye at this point. Um might actually activate Dante Foreman. Uh, somebody people have been looking forward to. Yeah, he's been doing. Just sitting there for a he's, while. Yeah, he's finally he's finally uh healthy. Uh we haven't got a chance to see him play coming off his Achilles injury from last year. Uh but he might be active and he might be a possibility and Alfred Blue certainly will have flex potential if uh Miller is out. Cincinnati wide receiver Tyler Boyd. Man, it's a tough a tough way to end a great season. Uh sprained right MCL. Obviously something's like in the water in Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> They're just falling apart. Uh but yeah, out for the season. Um this pretty much just impacts um you know, John Ross, because I think he's their only healthy receiver at this point. Uh, so Driscoll will basically have to drive back, and when he drives back, it's either Mixon or John Ross. Yeah, So and quadruple coverage. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, Falcons running back, Edo Smith. Yeah, the rookie. Uh, it's a tough, tough way to end the season. He had a pretty solid season uh, for his rookie uh, year. Uh, torn meniscus. Uh, he should be ready. It's kind of a four to six month recovery, so he should be ready by training camp um, next season. Um, but this is big if you're a Tevin Coleman owner. He had a, he had probably his best game of the season last week, 145 rushing yards and a touchdown. And now they don't have anybody for him to split time with. So uh, that Carolina matchup, if you know, if you need to utilize Tevin Coleman, at very yeah. least he's going to have flex potential uh, with big upside. Oh, maybe Matt Ryan will throw him the ball. That could happen. That is uh, possible. <laughs> um, as of this morning, this was recorded on Thursday. Uh, wide receiver Josh Gordon, he he left the Patriots, uh, citing his mental illness and other stuff. Uh, it looks like maybe the league might take a tougher stance on that, and maybe suspending him indefinitely. You know, uh, this is this is a tough one. We talked we talked about this early in the year when he when. They, they they were in a situation where the Browns were going to trade him. Yeah. And when we, when everybody got excited that he ended up in New England, you know, this is one of the things we discussed. Is he talented? Yeah, he's one of the most talented receivers probably in the NFL. But 
at this point, does do we have a sample size that shows that maybe being a professional football player isn't what he should be focused on? Yeah, probably at this point. Um, I can't imagine if if he just walked away from the team or if they found some, you know, if he's if he's uh, you know went against his protocol and 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 used substances again or, or something to that effect. I can't imagine he's going to get another opportunity at this point. No. Uh, and if he does, for some reason, because the NFL is quirky that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, if he does, then I would just advise stay away. If you're yeah. a fan, if, if you're in fantasy, just stay away. There's there's not it's not worth it at this point. Yeah, it really makes you kind of think too. It's like he didn't just leave a, a failing team or or um, yeah, just uh, that team is going to the. Maybe go to the playoffs. Yeah, they no, haven't, they haven't clinched it yet. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, they're, they're going. They're I mean, going. We, we know that, and um, this is like a, this is huge because even if he was only targeted like once last week, just him being that threat, yeah, in the deep. Um, I, I'm curious because I'm an Edelman owner. Like, is that going to affect Edelman in a good way or a bad way? I think you probably see a few more, maybe a few more targets. I, but I think it, it really affects somebody like Chris Hogan. Oh yeah, who's just you know <laughs> been <clears throat> outside of a big touchdown, uh, yeah, against the Vikings, um, early like has really not seen any targets, no. but he probably gets thrown back into the fire. Yeah, um, you know, and it it, I, it is you you're right. I'm not, he's walking away from a from a from a, a, t- a team that's going to the playoffs, and by all accounts, the situation was going well. Yeah, you know, there's been nothing but reports about Good how, race. like, yeah, like Brady has been working with him, and and they finally got on the same page, and he's had some pretty big games, not really any monster games, but he's had some pretty big games, um, and he looked like, like you said, just his presence alone made a made a difference in that offense. Um, so it's 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 tough. It's a, and it's a tough break if if you were hoping that you know he was going to be able to go off against the Bills this week. Yeah. Um, which I wouldn't see anywhere. I think the Bills secondary. Yeah, Bills defense is pretty good. Yeah, pretty beast. Um, well, that brings us to our next segment, and it's gonna be the last one of the year. He got vultured. <laughs> uh, Mike Williams versus Justin Jackson. Yeah, you know, second quarter. Um, one of Williams' three touchdowns on the on the day. It was a second and goal from the three. Um. He, I mean, he killed it inside the red zone. His longest touchdown of the day was his run, which is like a 19-yard run yeah. or whatever. But the two touchdown passes he caught were inside like the three. <laughs> so, and then, and then he had a two-point conversion as well because <clears throat> Mike Williams is becoming Chris Carter <laughs> basically yeah. at this point. All he does is catch touchdowns. <laughs> it's probably a good thing, though, for Kansas City that they got that slap in the face like that. Like, that's going to really help their defense, I think, you know. But we'll just see what happens when they actually get in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Robbie Anderson versus uh, Elijah McGuire. Yeah, this was uh, this was big for well both owners. I mean, Robbie Anderson just basically capped off a good day. I mean, it was second quarter, first goal from the five. Uh, it could have been an even bigger day for Elijah McGuire. I think he would have been even a bigger ad this week if he would have had two touchdowns. Right. But but you know, good thing for McGuire is he scored in the last two games. But um, that offense is starting to show a little bit of signs of life, almost like Darnold's kind of. That was turning, actually that's actually a good game. Yeah, he's he's kind of turning a corner a little bit. He's yeah. kind of looking like he's taking a step forward, which is a a good sign for Jets fans. Antonio Callaway versus Nick Chubb, first and goal from the two fourth quarter. Um, that's tough if you're if you're a Chubb owner. 
you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and but that but but it's good, I guess, if you're a Browns fan. It shows that you there's you got more than one weapon down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Lee Smith versus Doug Martin. Lee Smith is for the second week. Uh, in a row, uh, getting a mention. Um, I have to imagine he's like the backup tight end in Oakland. Uh, it was first and goal from the one, second quarter. I mean, that's just anytime you're you have the running back of a team and it's a first and goal from the one, you almost count. You almost walk away from the TV like, okay, I got that. And uh, anytime it, the tight end steals it from you, it's just like ah, right. <laughs> Every week, Eddie highlights five players to add to your roster and five that you need to get rid of. So uh, here's a couple of players to add, and uh, we're going to briefly go over them just because uh, we already kind of talked about him earlier. Uh, wide receiver Mike Williams for the Chargers. Yeah, you know, he single-handedly beat the, beat the Chiefs. I mean, he's still available in 70% of ESPN leagues and half of Yahoo leagues. Um, but I think with, like we talked about earlier, Keenan Allen, uh, you know, he's kind of he's questionable this week, obviously. Yeah. If, if he doesn't go, I think Mike Williams becomes the default number one guy, uh, number one pass weapon in that offense. Running back John Kelly, what? <laughs> Are you available in almost 100 percent of leagues? Yeah. Um, Gurley, like we said, is day to day, and he's not he's not practicing this week. He has knee inflammation. If the Rams are smart, they'll they'll sit him, and John Kelly will then have RB two upside. I, I mean, he's I, I think he's that talented, and the Rams offense is that good, and they got to beat the Cardinals. Yeah, I almost just want to start him again. I'm playing against Todd Gurley in the in the in the Super Bowl, and I'm like. Just want to start John Kelly against Todd Gurley <laughs> and act like I have the Rams starting running back, but I, think, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think there's a, there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah, I don't know. I think Gurley's going to want to impress all of his his fantasy fantasy guys. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be nice of him. Yeah. Bonus uh, again, uh, Deontay Foreman. Yeah, I mean, this is you know situation. Like I said, if uh, it's looking good from Lamar Miller. But if he's limited or out, um, you know, Foreman could be active for the first time this season. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of potential in that offense for for a guy like him. He's very talented. Um, but he, he needs to be rostered just in case. But <clears throat> I don't know if you're going to rely in the championship <laughs> game on right. somebody you haven't seen play all year. Drop. Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, you know, Crowell is uh, he's placed on season-ending IR with a foot injury. It wouldn't surprprise me if New York moves on after. I mean, he he had he had like a 200-yard game earlier this year, but that's kind of what he does. He'll have like a big touchdown day or a big yards day, but he never really puts it together over the course of an entire season. Uh-huh. Uh, we've seen that enough from him that I think that's kind of what we're going to get, and I'd be surprised, or I wouldn't be surprised, if he's on some uh, another team next year. Okay. Uh, quarterback Carson Wentz, Eagles. Uh, he's not. He's not. They're not putting him on the IR. I think he's. They're, they're letting him heal. There's still an outside shot that the Eagles can make the playoffs. Right. Uh, they're only like a half game behind the Vikings. Um, but they have Nick Foles. So yeah. why? I mean, and he just beat the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> so why? Totally showed him what was up. That was a big surprise. Yeah. So so why why risk you know wins at this point? Um, you know, let him get healthy, and if he's if they make the playoffs, and he's capable of coming back then then you know better risk him in the playoffs and in a week 16 or week 17 game so up next we got the weekly streamers which it's very like it's kind of odd too because it's you know if you're in the super bowl you want to play the people that you know that got you there and whatever but there are some interesting people that kind of stick out definitely some good matchups um baker mayfield versus cincinnati I know that speaks to one of your decisions this week, I'm, right? I'm I'm thinking about it. I have I have Matt Ryan, and I'm just not sure against Carolina, like what 
especially after they looked how they how they looked against the Saints. I yeah, mean, that, that was that was but, tough. But uh, like you said earlier, maybe uh, the airs let out of that defense after that loss. I think so. You I know? think if, I, if I'm Cam Newton's not going to play all year, then the rest yeah. of the year, I mean, so yeah, and I think they're pretty. I think they consider themselves out of the playoffs. They still have one more matchup with the Saints coming up next week. Maybe I'll just grab them and just kind of, you know. It, you know what? It's a good matchup for, for Mayfield. The reason he's streamer of the week is the Bengals have allowed the third most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Also, he, I think he had his career. I mean, well, you know, he's a rookie. Yeah. But he had his career game in week 12 at Cincy where he threw for four is touchdowns. Is that home? This is at home. And they're trying, and the Browns right. are at that point with it's a, like a culture shift yeah. going on in Cleveland. Mayfield's trying to, you know, bring a winning attitude, and they're trying to become a 500 team for the first time in. I don't know, 80, 90 years. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop somebody here when the podcast is going on. Um, tight end Chris Herndon for the Jets versus Green Bay. Yeah, this is a song, like like we just talked about. The Jets' offense is starting to kind of um, find itself with with Darnold healthy finally. Uh, Packers have allowed at, at least six receptions, 52 yards, or a touchdown in three of the last four to tight ends. And Herndon is one of Sam Darnold's favorite targets. Kicker Adam Vinatieri for the Colts versus New York Giants. This is one of those matchups I think has a chance of being high scoring. Yeah, surprisingly, uh, Vinatieri has eight or more points in four of the last five games, and and the Giants, in a weird coincidence, have allowed double digit points to kickers eight times this season. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to gauge. You know, these types of stats yeah. when you're dealing with kickers, but I, I, there's something. There's something there with the Giants. Yeah. Defensive special teams, Dallas versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, you know, basically you have a recipe for getting sacks and getting turnovers. Uh, the Buccaneers quarterbacks have combined to throw 25 interceptions this season, which are a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, and they're in a situation where, you know, Dallas is a great defense. It's been met, It's been a better real defense than a fantasy defense, but I think this is one of those matchups where they're in a must-win situation against a turnover-prone team. Uh, at home, where I think they they will you know there'll be fantasy production there. Okay, flex of the week: Elijah McGuire, New York Jets. Yeah, we just touched on him. Uh, you know he has at least 17 carries, three receptions, 71 total yards, and a score in his past two games, and that's since he's taken over for Crowell. Um, and you know it's a decent matchup. They're they're at home against Green Bay. Green Bay's not you know in the playoff hunt anymore, so I, I think he wants to kind of put his stamp on that backfield, and uh, he's been playing pretty well. Eddie's Week 15 Good and Bad Calls. Hey, Eddie, at least it's like the last time we have to do this. <laughs> just kidding. Um, good. Start Mike Williams. I mean, who would have – I just I still can't believe that game. I, you, know, you know, Mike, I, I, I basically thought he'd get a touchdown. I didn't, I, I didn't necessarily see three. <laughs> and a two-point conversion. And a two-point conversion. Um Jeez. But you know what? I've always thought he he had. I mean, let's not forget he was a top ten pick. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mike Williams is very very talented. He has the potential of being a, a top ten receiver in this league. Uh, this year has been kind of weird with the uh, with the Chargers because some weeks they just seem like they forgot him. Like I said, I kind of compared him to Derrick Henry uh, earlier in the in in the podcast, where the Chargers basically should have been you know loading him up on targets this entire time. Um, and we've seen what happened with Henry once the Titans came around and were like, oh, what do you mean we should give him 25 carries? Okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> and next thing you know, six touchdowns and 400 and some odd yards in two games. 
Um, and so that's you know that's what kind of happened here, I think, and maybe going forward, especially with Keenan Allen banged up. Start Robbie Anderson. That was you know it was a gut call. Like I said, I, I think once Sam Donald came back, Robbie's been his his best target. Um, he's the most talented receiver on the Jets team. He hasn't necessarily been the most productive this year, but he's definitely the most talented. Um, and he had seven catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. And that's that's a pretty good get if you're, especially if you're starting him as like wide receiver three or a flex. Start Marlon Mack. Um, especially against a team like the against a defense like the Cowboys, um, for him to go off for 149 total yards and two touchdowns, and that that was big. And like we talked in the opening of the show. You know, there was a lot of big name guys out there. You know, Leonard Fournette who did nothing. Yeah. But if you if you were fortunate enough to have Marlon Mack, and you probably you may have shied away, he might have been your flex. He might not have been in your uh, you know RB spot, but he might have been your flex against a tough defense like the Cowboys. He he rewarded you. Bad calls. We got uh, starting Corey Davis, which I would have done. Yeah, it, you know, it's one of those things to where it seems like since the Titans figured out that they had Derrick Henry. <laughs> that they yeah. should give him the ball. Oh wow, that guy! It, it feels it feels like Corey is kind of taking a step back in, in in his development a little bit. He only had three catches for thirty three yards, and and the Giants' secondary you know could have been taken advantage of. But if they're just going to run the ball, what can you do? Right. Sit Doug Baldwin. Yeah, I felt like this was kind of a Tyler Lockett game. I feel like Lockett uh, has been their number one receiver all year. I mean, he's I think he scored in every game but two. Um, but Baldwin, man, came up, especially in the first half. He had four catches for 77 yards and two touchdowns. He almost had a third. Um, but he had a, he had a pretty big week. Start Josh Gordon. Well, yeah. <laughs> what can you do? He'll <laughs> be pretty easy to decide for this week. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be a hard choice this week. Uh, these good and bad calls are brought to you by Eddie's start and sit column. Every week, Eddie goes through every matchup. He lists the obvious starters, the no-does. Players you should start and others you need to bench. Eddie's start and sit column is the last one will be out tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Friday. 9 a.m. on SDUnionTribune.com. Well, so championship weekend for us. Um, but also a very interesting weekend of matchups in general. I think there's 14 matchups this weekend out of 16 that have playoff implications. Wow. Yeah, if you're in NFL, you, and I mean, you some of them could be that. a little deep, but sure, yeah, it's, but, it's, it's interesting, it's crazy, and that's what keeps people interested. Yeah, you know, besides gambling. Nah, yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, a couple that couple matchups that that are kind of ones to look out for is uh, Kansas City at Seattle Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes, Wilson, and I, I'm kind of highlighting this matchup because the Monday night matchup is Denver at Oakland. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like a lot of championship games aren't going to come down to that matchup. No. Cause I don't, None. I don't, if you're starting somebody on the Raiders in your championship game, yeah, I don't like your chances. No. <laughs> and so I mean, I can understand like somebody like, you know, Philip Lindsay or yeah, you know, yeah. something like that you know, on Denver, but but still, it's not it's That's not about it. it's not a good matchup. But this matchup, there's players involved. Obviously, Kansas City, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Mahomes. Indy's fighting for that playoff spot. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's at Seattle, so you can't just write off four touchdowns for Mahomes. No. Um, 
which watch him go out throw like five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Russell Wilson is also been sneaky good this year, like he always is. Somehow yeah. he always finds a way into the top five. You know, so um, no, this is a really good matchup. It's Sunday night. It's prime time. It's probably going to be what most championship games come down to. Um, so I'll be, I'll be watching it. Yeah, definitely. Giants at Indianapolis. Like I said, this kind of has the, my gut feeling like this goes one of two ways. Either the Colts shut out the Giants like they shut out the Cowboys, and all of a sudden the Colts are, you know, finding themselves. Or it ends up, you know, the Colts win probably and just outscore the Giants, where the Giants, you know, if Beckham comes back or if Saquon Barkley has a really big game because he just got shut down last, you know, in week 15. Yeah. Another one of those big-name players that didn't perform up to what, you know, caliber we were expecting. Um, but I think, I think you know, there's a chance for a lot of fantasy points. You know, Luck goes out, has a big game. Marlon Mack can, you know, have a repeat performance. Uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, you know, maybe even Evan Ingram. You know, comes comes out, you know, does something. Eric Ebron. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of yeah. guys in the, a lot of, lot, a lot of really like under the radar outside of Barkley and Luck. A lot of really like under the radar fantasy assets in this in this matchup. Totally. Another good matchup is uh, the Steelers versus the Saints. Well, this is not or to at me, the Saints. Yeah, to me, this is the obvious uh, choice for uh, fantasy oasis this week. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans has has been getting in a bunch of defensive matchups the last three weeks. Yeah. I think they're at home. You know, I, I think they're they're going to want to put up a lot of points. They're going to want to get back into the groove of the playoffs being mm-hmm. right around the corner. They win this game. They lock up home field advantage. They need that, too. Yeah. They're a very dome. Way they different team. It. Way different team at home than they are on the road, even though that's not as pronounced as what it used to be. Uh-huh. Um, Pittsburgh's in a situation where they're definitely fighting for their – they're still fighting for their playoff lives. They're also fighting for a seeding um, – lives and still fighting for that division and they they want to put up points too yeah they got a lot of guys i mean there's gonna be a lot of fantasy people you know going in this game and and however it should if if it ends up the shootout that we know it can then i think a lot of people will be happy jaguars at dolphins this with Denver and Oakland is kind of like my my, my fantasy wasteland. Hey, Miami's still fighting for a playoff spot. They they are, but it's just they're what, like it, way behind. But yeah, well, because you know, like like we've talked about before. I mean, it's 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 about like how many assets are here. Oh yeah, none. On Jacksonville, there's you know, like you said earlier, like you can't even trust Fournette. Yeah, you know I what might, I'm saying. I might bench Fournette. Yeah, I mean, Cody Kessler has brought in that brought that whole thing we thought Blake Bortles was bad <laughs> like Cody Kessler has brought that whole and ship. they're still just using I just don't understand like what the discipline is on all that it's not like Blake Bortles went out and like did something terrible off the field or did something that's like bad for branding yeah he just played some bad football but like it's gotten worse yeah so why not give him another game yeah are you it's like they're afraid that he'll go out and be you know okay and then like they still won't be able to draft a new quarterback or something. Uh, yeah, like, you're going to be able to draft who, yeah. even if he has four touchdowns. You can you have enough. There's enough, you know, time uh-huh. for you <laughs> for you to look back on and say, look, Blake Bortles is not the future of our franchise. Yeah, we need somebody now. Yeah, you have a much big enough sample size. Um, and you know, Miami's just a situation where there be the worst thing a fantasy owner can deal with is a team where you can't predict. Who's going to be the guy? Yeah, and and you know, one week you'll be like, "Oh, Kenyon Drake is obviously the guy," yeah, and then the next week, no, 
He's not the guy. They're, yeah. they're, for some reason, they're not utilizing him at all. One week, you'd be like, oh, Kenny Stills looks great. And then the next week is, you know, next few, three weeks, be like, where's Kenny Stills? I have Kenny no Stills? idea what Gase is doing. Like, I just, uh, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. I have I can never predict anything except for that defense is actually going to be pretty good. Defense say, is pretty solid. I would say maybe even pick up that defense against Jacksonville. Not a bad, not a bad streaming option. Yeah. Uh, especially against Kessler. I mean, yeah, you're right. Totally supposed to, especially being at home. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, I mean, you don't know if you can't, if you can't predict or come close to, you know, gauging at least, yeah. at very least who's going to have the opportunities. That's what we're talking about. We're not, we're not here predicting, you know, everything like, oh, he's going to have 150 yards and two touchdowns. Definitely. It's like, we're predicting like, well, he's going to get the opportunity to have 150 yeah, yards have the opportunity. and two touchdowns. And if we can't even do that, then that's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good sign to kind of stay away. And I think that's where we are with these two teams. Well, you know where we're at right now. It's time to say goodbye. It's our last show. It's been a great season. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun. Um, yeah, 16, 16 episodes, a full year. I I'm excited for next year. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um, Bigger, better. Thanks to everyone that that listened and uh, downloaded and subscribed. Um, you know, but the the band plays on. If you need anything from Eddie Brown, you can hit him up on. Twitter at at UT Eddie Brown at UT Eddie Brown yeah uh, always available 24-7 although it might take some time to get back to you mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't see it right away I know but, I wonder what it, what it was like during that dark period where you didn't know if you won or not <laughs> people are like hitting you up you're like go away yeah no that's what see I was like you said back to reality so it was just like uh put my phone away uh-huh. not gonna but as soon as soon as it's like ah I've been given life mm-hmm. you know like like I said Mary Poppins is real yeah, I'm sure you, when you wrote your ad drop, you're just like, whatever. That was tough because I wrote <laughs> it that night, like right after the loss. I'm yeah. a, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that there wasn't any like you know explicatives or, no. or <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been fired yet, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that everything went well. But nice. yes, yeah. you no, know, no, you couldn't tell. Yeah, it was right. It was literally right after the loss. Ugh, it was very difficult at can that point. It. Well, that see that that shows my commitment to our readers and to our listeners. That I could sit down in so much pain and still try to help other people right. get you know win their championship. That's how dedicated we are here. Well, good luck to uh, everybody out there. I mean, if you're going to the Super Bowl or you're just fighting for sixth or seventh place, man. Like, don't give up and uh, yeah, exactly. Keep keep going. Um, all the points matter, and uh, it's it's about fun. And just make sure you have fun this week if you're in a championship. Or if you're in a constellation bracket or constellation championship, you have one more matchup. Just you know, try to squeeze out a little bit more more fun before the new year. And be nice. Yeah. Be nice. It's a, it's it's a, it's a holiday season. Don't be a jerk. Okay. Yeah. If you win. Lo- lo- love one another. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We got it. That's, That's a good, a good way, way to end it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Goodbye. Take, good luck. Take care. <laughs>